0: Hey everyone, so we are here for episode two, The Journey of Me, and today I really just want to talk about something that's very important to me. It's my faith. I love my faith. I know for some people it's something they don't want to talk about, they feel like it's too personal. I've had people on my YouTube channel have asked me not to do my devotions, don't talk about the faith, they feel like it's too personal, they didn't like it to that I say sorry my channel my my choice of what I want to put on for content and I'm proud of my faith. I share it all over on my social media but today I want to get a little bit more personal and talk with you guys about really discovering my faith. You know, I've shared the whole story about how I developed my relationship with God. I grew up in a Catholic church. I did all my sacraments, did all that stuff, but I never really felt I had a personal relationship with God until I went to church in March of 2014. And if it wasn't for one of one of my very dear friends, Jackie, I don't know what would have happened. And I've shared that with you guys. I will leave a link to that video over on my blog, which is Molly Mama of 3 Boys, if you want to check that out and watch that video. It's a long, beautiful story. I don't want to waste too much time here on the podcast to go back over and tell you that story, but there's something about how special that story is. You know, God was telling Jackie, who lives out of state in Virginia, that she needed to drive with her family down to me the next day and take me to church that weekend. At the same time, I felt this urge to go to church that weekend. Something was telling me. Of course, I realized afterwards it was God. And, um, you know, He put us together. And I gave my life to Christ that day. And that was the first time I really felt the Holy Spirit. I felt the presence of God right beside me. Some people sit there and say, Oh, there's no such thing as the Holy Spirit. There's no feeling to that. I say, I'm so sorry you feel that way. But yes, there is. And I hope. You were able to open up your heart and feel it one day because it is a beautiful feeling. It is a feeling you cannot put into words. Um, And my faith is very important to me. I'm extremely happy to be back with Elevation. You know, I took a little bit of a break from Elevation. I felt a little disconnected. It was more in my head, had nothing to do with the church. I tend to get rattled in my head about things that aren't really there. Um, But I'm happy to be back at my church. Tyler is actually in their crew, which is actually a step up from their E-Kids, and he's serving now. He's going on a youth camping, um, going to the youth camp in um, July. I mean, it's just, I just can't even tell you guys how awesome it feels to be back. But, you know, when I gave my life to Christ, I knew there was more to... To share. There was more that I knew God wanted from me. I knew that there was more that I needed to do with this. I didn't really know what that was. I didn't know how to go about doing it, but I knew there was more. So I'm a reader. I love to read books. I'm one of those people that can spend all day at Barnes and Noble's. Tyler and I actually love it. When it's just Tyler and I for the weekend, we will go to the bookstore and just spend hours there. My dad always taught us the importance of reading a book, how important it was for you and I've passed that down to my boys and Tyler has really embraced it. But so I decided, you know, I need to read books. And when I, you know, gave my life to Christ, I knew I needed to go back and figure things out. I did my E101 at our church. I did a Bible study. I did everything I needed to do to to figure this all out because I knew God had more for me, but I wasn't sure the path that I needed to take. And I tend to think things need to go my way. And I had to learn that things don't go my way, they need to go God's way. God has a purpose for all of us. And you don't figure these things right out. Like I feel like sometimes people might think when they give their life to Christ, they're like, well, you know, Susie Smith down the road, got it got all into this right away. And she is serving here. And now she's participating in this. And now she's talking about this. And now she's doing this ministry. How? why aren't I there? Like, Why haven't I done that? Well, your purpose is there, but we have to discover our purpose. God doesn't come down with neon lights and say, okay, Molly, or okay, Susie Smith, this is your purpose. We have to grow our relationship with God, and we have to open ourselves up, and we have to realize that it does not go our way. It is, might not even be what we th- we want it to be, but it's what God wants for us. And in the end, It's the best thing for us, even if we don't know that in the beginning, when we finish it or along the way, we will, you know, we will for sure realize that. And I always tell people, just hang on. You're going to find your purpose. It is there. He has a purpose for all of us. Open up your heart. Listen. He will talk to you. He will guide you. But you have to make it about him and not about you. And it really does happen. So for me, I was like, I want to read some books. I love to read. And I have read some great books. And my favorite author when it comes to this is Lisa Turkist. I hope I'm not butchering her name, but I tend to butcher last names. It's T-E-R-K-E-U-R-S-T. She's very popular. She runs a local ministry here. I've heard her, you know, preach it on so many occasions. She is just absolutely amazing. I actually, I actually heard her give a sermon, probably three weeks after I started going to Elevation. Had no clue who she was, but I thought she was fabulous, and I was like, I need to figure out who she is because she's amazing. Um, you know, we've all heard about Joyce Myers. We've all heard about that, but Lisa really kind of spoke to me, and maybe it's because she's a mom. And I can remember years ago, before I even knew about church or anything about. Elevation, Pastor Steven, Lisa, any of this. I had watched Lisa on the Oprah show because she had gone over and adopted um, two boys and actually had then in turn a bunch of her neighbors and people in her community actually end up adopting pretty much the whole orphanage over there and it was a really great story and Oprah did a thing on it so I just remember hearing about her but and I and I have a tendency to remember a lot of information in my head but so I read a a lot of Lisa's books I read Uninvited which I think is a must book for anyone I think they're all really must books I'll be honest with you But I read uninvited. And then I went back and bought the study guide and did it again. And I really bought uninvited all on my own. Someone just had mentioned it to me. And I saw it in the bookstore. And I felt really that God was telling me to get this book. Then I did the best yes. And I did a study guide with that. Love that book. And so the uh, the third book that I have finished up with her is what happens when women walk in faith. Because once again, we have given, you know, our lives to Christ. We're we are attending church, we are doing what we're supposed to do. Okay, now what? Okay, now what? And that's something I feel like people get stuck at. And this book really kind of talks about it and says, well, this is what this is what you need to do. And this is how you need to think about things. So, you know, God fills in our in our gaps in our lives, and it really talks and that 's what she talks about in this book. One of the many things she talks about is that God fills in the gaps in our lives, and we have gaps. I might have more gaps than you, you might have more gaps than me, or you might have less gaps than me, but we all have gaps in our lives, and that 's where God comes and fills those those gaps you know those gaps in you know though we still don 't know how God could possibly use us, we need to know that that he will find a way. I think sometimes we think, well, I don't know why. And I talked about this, you know, in the first episode, like, what's so great about me? I'm just a single mom with three boys trying to make ends meet, you know, finally taking my kids, you know, on a long overdue vacation to Connecticut. I think the last time we went on a vacation was about three years ago to Charleston. And that was for like three days. Now we're going for like over a week, like what's so great about me? You know, I'm just living in a little town in North Carolina. What's so great? But there is, he has a way for us. He has the will to give us stuff, to give us those, to help us fill in those gaps. And, you know, though I don't know when God is actually going to use me, I know that his timing it's all in his hands, like the timing for my ministry, my purpose, it's all in his hands. You know, I feel like this is part of the ministry that he wants me to do. But my purpose, that's all in his hands. And he will show me a little bit here, he might show me a little bit there. But there's no like big answer that's going to come down and say, Okay, Molly, this is your purpose, you will do this, this, this and this and this. No, there is a journey that he wants us to go on. There's an experience that he wants us to You know enjoy to grow we're always growing we're always learning you know and that's what God uses us for and you know though I I, you know I didn't even think I had much to offer I knew God would fill in those gaps that's the important thing sometimes we don't think we have a lot to offer like I just talked about but we do and God fills in those those gaps, those mini gaps that we have, or those little amount of gaps that we have. He fills those in. You know, we have to remember that God is always preparing us for the next step. There's always a next step. We're never going to be done. And that's something they had to realize, too. Like, it's not going to come down and say, okay, this is how it's going to go. This is, this is what it's going to be. And you'll be done in the year 2021. You'll be all set, Molly. You'll be good. You can just go ahead and retire from this. You're all set. That's not the way it works. God gives, you know, this is what she wrote in the book, and I thought this was really great. She said, God gives your branches, God, sorry, God gets your branches ready and healthy enough to hold all he knows He knows is coming. I thought that was so, so great. So if you look at a tree with all those branches that we have on our trees, And you're the tree and all those branches and he makes sure that they're healthy enough because he is going to give us a lot along the way in our life. But those branches have to be strong enough to hold all that, to hold all the challenges that we face, to hold all the joy that we face, to hold all the struggles that are coming our way, but to also hold all the triumph that we're going to experience as well in life. And I thought that was really great. Like we are a tree with many branches. And, you know, what we think might be mundane is, in some very important ways, significant in God's school of preparation. And she also wrote that, and I thought that was really true because, like, what's so great about me? You know, but those little, what we think are little insignificant or mundane things are the very important things that God is giving us to guide us to strengthen us to show us what the purpose is, you know, having a child with special needs. There's so many other parents out there that have children with special needs. What is so great about me out there into the real world, you know, sort. you know, per se, with a child with a special need? Well, now I see it because when I share the triumph and the struggles that that we have with Brayden, because we have a lot that we celebrate and we have a lot that we struggle too. I'm showing another mother out there that it's okay. I've been there. You're going through it. I'm going through it. You're not alone. So those little things that can be so big and so significant for us. You know, and another thing she wrote is about God, he assured me that he doesn't call the qualified, but he qualifies those he calls. The Bible is full of unqualified people. I mean if I mean you read that Bible, you will I mean there are tons of stories about unqualified people and how God qualified those he called. And I think that's really important to remember as well. We tend to not value ourselves enough. It's the way society has almost conditioned us in some way, and we have to kind of break that. So, it doesn't matter if you don't think you're qualified. Because when he calls to you, he will qualify you. Don't let the outside world tell you you're not qualified. Let God tell you that you are qualified. God uses different things in different lives to shape and mold them. God uses many everyday life experiences to shape and mold you for your ministry. I think that's so important. These things do not have to be huge, major things. So those little things, and I think that's, I think that's something I, always, I tend to remind myself of almost every day, like, don't forget those little things. Those are the things that God is growing with me. Those are the things that he is preparing me for so I can, you know, move on and, and guide me for my purpose and strengthen me for my purpose. Any woman who wishes to be used by God must be willing to honor God no matter what. We have to remember to honor God. When you align your perspectives with God and you decide to honor Him in all the things big and small, you'll finally be ready to step out in your ministry. How often are you honoring God? That's a question people have to ask themselves, especially us women who deal with so much in our lives, so much in our lives. How often are you honoring God? The first steps were the first things were the furthest things from being big and being major like people think oh it's got to be this huge thing I have to donate thirty thousand dollars and to my church and that's that's how I have to do it but doesn't matter if I don't go to church every week. doesn't matter if I don't read my Bible. doesn't matter if I don't, you know, teach my family and teach my kids about God and, and make sure they're learning and growing their relationship with God. That doesn't matter. I gave them $30,000. We all good. No, that's not how it works. You need your everyday choices to honor God. Those are the things that God is looking for. You have to make sure you spend time w- and with God's word, even when you have a huge list of things you have to do, getting ready to go to Connecticut. The three boys and myself are trucking it up there, and we have i have i say we let's keep it real me I've got packing to do who does who likes to leave their house a mess when they go on vacation. I don't know anybody, because then you come back to the mess that you're bringing home with you, and then the mess in your house, that's not fun, so on top of this, I'm trying to get my yard work done, even though my older son is trying to cut the grass, he's terrible at it, so I have to make him go back out there a couple times and say, if it doesn't look like the way I do it, then it's not right, Um, (laughs) but um, anyway, I have my yard work to do, got to make sure all the bills are, you know, paid before we leave for the month of July because I don't like to leave things and procrastinate on things. I have OCD with that. Have to get that done. I have major stuff going on with PTO. We have our lunch coordinators. Our lunch program is our biggest fundraiser for PTO. Two of our big people that run that have just resigned. So that was last, that was kind of like shocking. Um, So I have to deal with that. Packing, laundry, making sure the house is clean while I'm packing. Just the list goes on and on. That's not going to change. That stuff has to get done. That's a given. But I still need to grow my relationship with God. I still need to find time with God. I still need to find time for God's word. I need to honor God. Period. And I do. And that could be watching a sermon that Pastor Stephen did. The one that he did months ago. Or finding another one. You know, we had a guest speaker last Saturday. This um, preacher from a... This pastor, I'm sorry, from a church... Hope and something I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but anyway, um he's from Texas. He came out to to preach during the summer. Pastor Stephen brings in a lot of guest speakers. It's really great to hear of some people like it, some people don't. I love it because I get to hear from a lot of great you know pastors that I normally wouldn't even think about listening to because I didn't know they existed, but anyway, so he was so amazing. I've already listened to that sermon again because it was just so. It was perfect, and the thing with Tyler now that he 's in the crew at elevation, he gets to sit in with his buddies with his e group, so he 's hearing the same wor- same he 's hearing the same word that i 'm hearing, which is amazing because we get to talk about it in the car on the way home um, but anyway, there's honoring god i mean i 'm growing my faith i 'm growing my relationship i 'm growing in the understanding of how I need to honor him, so we have to realize that. Those things still need to happen, and I will find time for them. But I need to find time for this. And the time does not have to be 40 minutes, it could be seven minutes, five minutes. It's making that commitment to it, and that's the important thing. You know, getting filled with Him first so that I can love and give and serve out of an overflow rather than relying on my own strength. We cannot do these things alone in life. We cannot. Trust me when I say that, and I think you would agree, too, when you look at some of the things that have happened in your life, and you're like, I try to do it all by myself, and yeah, maybe it worked, quote-unquote, worked, but at what cost? How do I feel? But when we do things with God, and we follow God's path, and we let God lead, we might not get to the end result that we thought we wanted at that time, but in the end, we realize that was the best that was the best way to go about it, and that was the best ending of it and I've had to learn th- that way as well, because there have been things in my life that I thought were supposed to be done the right way, or I say the right way, my way, and then they haven't, but then I've learned okay, but this was really the best way, or they have gone the way that I've wanted them to do or experiences or things or whatever, and they have gone the way that they that they are supposed to go, like with my divorce, but When I followed God's way in getting there, it also gave me a lot of other understanding of things that I maybe not, maybe I wouldn't have understood. You know, maybe that empathy came in going through God's way and had I gone through it my way, I might not have felt that empathy and I needed that empathy to grow. You know, God wants us to honor him. He wants us to put personal, you know, he wants us to put our personal issues aside lay our own ideas down, and get past our, our stubborn will to have and do things our way and in our time. God wants our obedience, not just lip service. This is what you wrote in the book. It's one thing to say, I'll honor him, but another thing entirely to actually do it. Don't wait for the perfect day to start honoring God. Make that choice today. Don't think you're not doing what God called called you to do just because things don't seem as glamorous as you thought they would be. Just want to read that again, because I'm going to close this out because we're already past 20 minutes, but I want to talk about more of this later, and I'll talk more about this book, but to end this podcast. She wrote in her book, God wants us to honor him. He wants us us to put personal issues aside, lay our own ideas down and get past our stubborn will to have and do things our way and in our own time. God wants our obedience, not just lip service. It's one thing to say you'll honor him, but another thing entirely to actually do it. Don't wait for the perfect day to start honoring God. Make that choice today. Don't think, don't think you're not doing what God called you to do just because things don't seem as glamorous as you thought they would be i think that's something that maybe we can all kind of think about tonight and for the you know a couple of days or so i hope you guys are enjoying these podcasts i really i feel like this is something i've been wanting to share with you guys and i'll talk more about this book and go into more details and stuff and everything and kind of share more about my experiences through some struggle, you know, through some really hard times in my life and how putting down my stubbornness, because I'm a stubborn girl, I really am. And doing it his way has really helped me grow. It really, really has. Um, But that's it, you guys. Thanks for hanging out to my podcast, The Journey of Me. I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for all the love and support. God bless.